Are you with us? I am paying attention. Now you may only see a pile of receipts, but I see a story. I can see where this story is going. It does not look good. from another universe. I'm here because we need your help. Very easy to hear. To help me. Across the multiverse. I see thousands of Evelyn. You can access all their memories, their emotions, even their skills. There's a great evil spreading throughout the many verses. And you. Be your only chance of stopping it. Don't make me fight you. I am really good. I don't believe you. Wow, that was really good. Time is waiting in the wings. The universe. He speaks of senseless things. Is so much bigger than you realize. Of all the places I could be, I just want to be here with you. Remember our mission concerning the fate of every single world of our infinite multiverse. There is no way I am the Evelyn you are looking for. Every rejection, every disappointment has led you here to this moment. Don't let anything distract you from it.
That's a very good preview for a movie that's impossible to do a preview for. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, interestingly, my, my brother was just home, and I was explaining to him what movie I was watching. And uh, he was like, oh, I remember seeing the trailer for that. So that trailer yeah. does seem to have uh, captured attention, even if like whoever you know watches it doesn't necessarily remember the name of the movie. You know, <laughs> I don't know what that was, but it looked cool. You know what's funny? <laughs> to keep plot details under wraps before the trailer was released, the official IMDb synopsis read, a woman tries to do her taxes. <laughs> <laughs> but There's I mean, the why? Like, yeah, <laughs> it is, uh, that is kind of what the movie is about. I too get trapped in the multiverse whenever I try to do my taxes, but yes. you know that's because most of my work is freelance, and you have to. I was gonna say that's real. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> all those receipts. Fees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome. All to right, welcome to movie night extravaganza. Uh, we're talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. I keep fucking it up and saying everywhere, every like I, I flip it in my in my head, so I have it in front of me. I'm not gonna do that again. Um, <laughs> I am joined, uh, you know, as always by Jay Andrew. Those are just sounds the world, um, illustrator, artist, uh, you know, collaborator on tons of podcasts, including give them an argument and bad takes. How's it going? Hey, pretty good. Pretty good. I'm looking forward to making more sounds with my mouth. <laughs> Fair. Dramatic pause, dramatic <laughs> pause. <drink. laughs> I thought you were going to say more stuff. All right. Uh, Conan Neutron, host of Rutonic Reversal, and Conan Neutron and the Secret Friends. Uh, you know, and uh, just got back from Catterwall, but, you know, we talked about that very briefly. Before but we didn't really talk about it too much in the, uh, in the after true. party. Yeah, still true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> half the brain trust for that, uh, and that went off very well. And uh, happy to be here. I've said it before. I'll say it again. My favorite movie in a very long time, and this movie—if there—if there is somehow a better movie than this for my taste this year, I will be shocked. It is my favorite movie of not just this year, but the last few years. I will say this that. though, uh, with with uh, uh, three thousand years of longing uh, also coming out this year, you mm -hmm. may actually see that. I don't. I'm not going to say it's going to be better. I'm just going to say it's going to be in the same. You know, the same mm -hmm. universe is good. So, I, so that's I, something. <laughs> I, I welcome the category. challenge. Yeah, I, you know, um, I, yeah, no. I like that, but this, this is this is like on a different level. And and I'm I'm we I feel like with this show, I know this is just introductions, but we we tend to get we historically we talk about like movies of note that have uh, you know like older movies. So to talk about one that's actively in theaters right now is really exciting to me. Mm -hmm. In theaters or twenty dollars <laughs> or twenty dollars <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> I put it on a credit True. card because I didn't have the actual twenty dollars. We, we um, need to figure out. We need. Well, I'll take that off air. We won't talk about that. Yet. <laughs> All right. Also joined by Christina Oaks. I'm Christina on Twitch and Patreon. Uh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> what up? With a mega pint. Yes. She's got a mega pint. Friday night, y'all. We are. I'm getting sauced. <laughs> I'm going to do that in the after party. I have come to the conclusion that uh, I'm going to, like, I don't drink now in the main show and I drink in the after party. That's my thing because I, I don't know. I just, yeah, I feel like, That's I feel good. like that works better. Yeah. Yeah. But I need to, I need to like do some drinking so I can be like sauce during the after party. <laughs> yeah. We need to get some karaoke too for the after party. There we go. We, we need to start uh, having uh, we need to start having pregame pregame parties, and then you have the party, and then you have the after party. You know what I mean? Like, you guys are thinking <laughs> way too hard about partying. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday night, baby, and I've 
gotten three hours of sleep three days in a row. Of course, finally by Renee Rune, uh, you know, supposed to have been on the mental episode, messed the day up. Um, I'm glad that uh, Scott Morris and uh, I'm glad that Scott Morris. I will say, don't mix election day and edibles. <laughs> well, nice. that's just a good rule in general. That's not even Australia. Yeah, so my rule from now on is when I am on this show on Saturdays in Australia, I am not allowed to do any any edibles the night before. I'm Although I hear bed. that's how Trump got elected in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> too soon. Too everybody soon. was everybody was on edibles for that. No, yeah. um, but of course, film reviews uh, at the night shift. Uh, smells like girl audio podcast, uh, music of ruin radio. And then you have a new podcast that's coming out tomorrow, right? Uh, the first episode. Yes, I do. Yes. So, um, new podcast, the night shift. So it is on YouTube and it will be me, Bonnie Burton and, um, X porn star Jenna Hayes. And we're going to be talking about X movie by Ty West. I I need to see that. I've been meaning to see that. Yeah. On my watch. It's it's an innovative horror, I think in a new way. I, I really enjoyed it because it just kind of turned what is a typical horror into a bit of it on a, on its head. So yeah, yeah, I really like it. I'm excited that you're launching that, and that's been a long time coming. So that's, that's yeah, cool. yeah, and it'll be you know can't wait to be invited to on. Oh yes, of course. Every <laughs> podcast, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, good. The one that I did is uh, every stream on every platform all at once. Like, yeah, we <laughs> have a bunch yeah. of them going at the same time. We're on Facebook yeah, Live. Yeah, yeah. And, um, we're all fair, uh, folks. And uh, my book is um, finally out right. now. So, um, congratulations. Thanking you, and it's um, doing really well. And that's actually getting stocked in a really rad bookstore um, in the city. So I'm announcing that next week, but that's um, going to be rad as well. It'll be right next to uh, books by Mark Lanigan. So it's going to be on good, on a nice shelf with my pal. So it's very nice. So, yep. All right, you know a legend. That's much missed. Yes. But yes, good news, good news all around and fun. But, yeah, this film I was excited about and I mentioned it to you guys because I was like, I haven't seen a film like this ever before. Same. Um, I, I was yeah. trying in the in the background, I was trying to wag the dog pretty hard and uh, <laughs> yeah. nothing was happening. And then, oh, an Australian suggested and then, okay, then it's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, excuse me. Yeah. No. Um, and I just like, you know, I loved it from start to finish. I found it. Oh, well, it is almost impossible to find something wrong with this film. Yeah. And to be well, I mean, you know, they're they're running away from everything bagel. I love everything bagels. I don't know how the <laughs> fuck you wouldn't just reach out, you wouldn't just take the bagel and go. You know what? I'm gonna try this, but you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll forgive that one uh, cinema sin. Um, yeah, well, yeah. they don't yeah. have uh, milk anymore to put cream cheese on the bagel uh, in that uh, universe. In the Alpha I, universe. I, I like it's that. I like it. There's there's little like bits of that like all over like where it's like oh yeah yeah but and like you know it's not that the cows are gone we don't have milk and so he just like is like chugging the milk and like whoa dog yeah like there's like little thing and they don't dwell on it it's just it's right there if you want it but they don't like make a big yeah. production about it or anything like I yeah love yeah there's just all smart. these amazing little nuggets that are just there with no explanation because it's yeah. not not needed. It's like this is just how the world is. So just <laughs> you, 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 it, you see it, you accept it, and this is where we are. Yep. And I kind of love that about it because there's no, 
there's no spoon feeding. There's no like, oh, we have to explain why there's this, why there's that. It was just this is this, and that's the way it is. Yeah, the only the only thing I can think of that kind of reminds me of that, and this is like kind of stupid, but there's like a lot of episodes of like Rick and Morty where they're jumping through like different time portals and stuff, and there's all these little like sporadic bits that are going on in the background, and like you'll see something for like you know ten seconds. I mean, this movie is so much more sophisticated and cool than anything yeah. that Rick and Morty's <laughs> yeah. ever done. It's, but like, but yeah. it's kind of the same concept where it's like they jump through these like different worlds or whatever, and or like portals, and then all of a sudden they're like in this weird one, like they had the blender portal at one point, or like. Uh, I don't know. They just have, and they have like the the um like the Citadel of Ricks where it's oh, just Rick and Morty. Like, yeah. So that's the only like that's the only thing I can really think of that I've ever experienced like this in any capacity. Yeah, but, but multiversal uh, theory and multiversal entertainment has existed before that cartoon did as well. Yes. Yeah, like, I, I do agree that there is some becoming more popular now, and it's kind of getting yeah. executed a bit better. Like we've seen Legion, mm, yeah. we've seen Loki. Yep. Basically, well, the I was, whole I was entire thinking of Marvel... Exiles actually, like like uh, which which was uh, popular in the late nineties and uh, yeah. early two thousands. Um, specifically, I I really dug the Claremont run, which is not the most popular run of the uh, Exile series, but um... Exiles is. I, we could t- look. We could have a podcast about Exiles. I love that comic series. But yeah, Ex- <laughs> Exiles is amazing. All right, um, you get to it. I do. <laughs> I do not like the Claremont run as 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 much as the earlier runs. But also, like, look at the Jerry O'Connell vehicle sliders. Anybody? Anybody yes. remember that show? Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I rewatched the first two seasons recently. Uh, really? You're the guy, huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like how there's so much going on in this, and we've managed to already get distracted before talking. Yeah, about I'm like, well, yeah, but I mean, this, this is kind of important to have because you know the multiverse is becoming more popular these days as something to you know for media and art and entertainment. Yeah, two movies about it in the same month, much like when there was like, remember when there was like two asteroid movies that came out real close to each other, and then like two mm-hmm. volcano movies that came out real close to each other. Like it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I, I, think, I think in some in some capacity we've had such a like a an awful few years right and things seem to be getting worse and worse and like the idea of like a multiverse where different timelines are happening kind of starts to appeal to you like i know like every time something yeah. goes like worse and worse in the news or something i'm like oh my god is this the worst timeline that we're in right now and yeah. it, it kind of feels like that that that's an appealing i guess theory because you know you, you want definitely in the worst timeline for sure also, <laughs> you're the one where somebody of myself that is married to andrew garfield and i am <laughs> not mad about that you girl you are doing it okay <laughs> variant of me that's married to andrew garfield you are fucking doing it girl you okay. are a queen own it dude it's in the world <laughs> now um, there's but a, yeah, there's, I mean, but that timeline internet got cut out for everyone, so you can't stream. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think like as well, like the the idea of the meta, you know, metaverse and stuff is like it's an idea that's been around for an incredibly long time in sure. non-entertainment yeah. areas where where people have you know always thought about this and it's possible and. I mean, even I think they touched on it a little bit in, you know, with the black holes and stuff in Donnie Darko, you know, the idea that there's other stuff. And um, Star Trek, the original series. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and then you have, um, then I want to put out a fake beard. <laughs> put everyone through this COVID stuck and everyone's in this internet entertainment like bubble. Um, and it becomes like incredibly enhanced. Like I was reading that, you know, Michelle Yu and stuff were talking about that and how it relates to this kind of internet world that we now have where we have all these other little verses of ourselves, you know, and what we do and how that, oh, yeah. like, 
it's an extension of life now as yeah, well. The version of me on TikTok is the best, I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter, eh. But yeah, so this is, a, this is a clip that I pulled from. I didn't get to pull too many things because I've been rushing around all day. And, and uh, But this is a clip where they're talking about shooting. I guess they shut down the day before they were done shooting. So like any reshoots they had to do were pandemic reshoots, which I think is kind oh, of wow. fascinating. Is so yeah. this is uh this is their um it's i think it's called uh it's it's that thing that they do it for um i, I don't know if it's vulture or new york times it's like the anatomy of a scene oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. No. today we're gonna watch a little bit of the scene where michelle is fighting with jamie lee curtis's character deirdre we picked it because it's one of the first times the audience starts getting ripped between different storylines so we could talk a little bit about the tonal mishmash of the movie, you'll see. I like to call these the training wheels that get you ready for the rest of the movie. It mm -hmm. basically teaches you how to watch this film. This is a drone shot. So she's landed in the wrong universe. The pandemic shut us down with one day left to shoot. And yeah. this scene was supposed to be on that day. Don't you remember this scene, Michelle? I remember this scene, but he wasn't there next to me. Exactly. Oh, right. so, so we shot this scene uh, during the pandemic with masked up uh, crew with Key and not Michelle with uh, Machiko was our stand-in and then later we shot Michelle on green screen in Paris and by we I mean a Parisian we were crew in, yes we were yeah. and we were on Zoom, Zoom. it was it was like a Zoom <laughs> call from hell it was iPhone. every technical difficulty and it was like three in the morning it was freezing cold in our little studio it was mm -hmm. hilarious. And it's, it's a miracle that found it funny. we wanted to lean into the genre trope. So you can even see here right now, there's no letterboxing. This is a 185 framing, which is like usually what you would use for a drama or a rom-com or something like that. And then later on, you'll see we go we go down to 237. We go to anamorphic and we actually shot with anamorphic lenses. Um, so it's, it's that, it's the color, it's the lenses we used, everything about it, um, the performances, the music. The music is like mm. uh, very dissonant. You'll find it kind of switching. And then there's like a thematic point to it too, to to juxtapose physical pain. You're getting beat up with this uh, discussion about divorce and have like all these double entendres of sorts of him being like, I'm not trying to hurt you. And then you cut to someone really trying to hurt you. This part, this filming, it was really bizarre because I was in Paris with a completely new crew and talking to you guys over the Zoom and then sitting lit literally with green all around me mm -hmm. and going, remember that scene? Remember this is the part where you were coming from and then you're going back in here and you're going there and you're sitting there and go, okay, now I look confused and that's perfect. Look at this confusion. This is She's, That's oh, her actually on. being like, what the fuck's happening? It's ah! like, why am I in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Think about it. Emergency. What makes it down You always get pulled away. We don't have to spend long here, but I'm just proud that this is Deirdre's hand back here about to grab her and pull her into another universe. Is but it, it looks a little bit like this hand. What the heck? What will happen? <laughs> <laughs> look, look, there's the brace. There's the brace. Look at it. <laughs> and I was hiding with a monitor. Yeah. Uh, to see where it fit Yeah, being like, okay, uh, yeah. I grab yeah. imaginary lady. Yeah. That's awesome. That has to be like, you know, as amazing as this movie is, like how they, like the level of detail that they put into it, 
Like, I mean, gosh, there's a few things I was like, oh, I didn't catch that. That's why yeah, I love the rights. anatomy of a scene like things. I love like them. Daniel's wearing a googly eye ring. He is wearing a googly eye ring. That I did catch, yeah. And it's also, I think it's also really cool to point out that um, both Daniel and Dan basically just worked on music videos and like very short films, but primarily music videos before Swiss Army Man was the first film. And then this is the second. This is like an incredible film for a second film. Honestly, yeah. like every good director, I think, you know, kind of starts off uh, doing music videos um, or advertisements in uh, the case of um, uh, Ridley Scott, because he mm -hmm. wasn't doing uh, yeah. a little bit before they were doing too many music videos. But the budget for this was only 25 million. That's actually that's amazing. And, and yeah. that's like what they did with that is a, like, I hope that this movie becomes influential in filmmaking. Like if people attempt to rip off this movie, I am okay with it because first of all, you're not going to be able to, you're just not, but like, yeah. you'll be able to take something cool out of it and like push it forward in a way that like, like remember like after the Blair Witch Project, that like suddenly everybody's doing shaky cam yeah. stuff. And it was, yeah. oh yeah. God, my, my nausea. No one like do it. They no still one are sometimes. Something. I mean, yeah, yeah, they're still right. Cloverfield kind of brought it back or whatever with with a with a decent yeah. version of that. But that's the only other decent. I one know they've done, Paul, right? like, Paul Greengrass did a, did like the uh, I think the perfect version of it because because uh, uh, unlike a lot of the other directors that who did that, he actually kind of like laid out where everything was in the scene, yeah. so so you can kind of follow the action even though everything was kind of shaky, uh, as opposed to just using that to hide all your mistakes and, and sure. Sure. And, and, but then there's also like, remember after the matrix, like all the fight scenes suddenly like were, were ripping off what they put in the matrix that was in it of itself influenced by other things, but innovative of itself that like every, like I like blade two was on the other night. Good movie, by the way. And it was like, wow. Yeah. Matrix yeah. definitely came out a couple years before because all these fights, yeah. like the matrix, but if, if people take like the editing style and like, just like the peppering in of these little details here and there. And it's like, that's the kind of thing that's influential. We're going to be in for like a wild ride for like upcoming films. Oh, and the color oh, scheme yeah. too. Like, like the fact that, that like, you know, it's, it's beautiful to look at and it's not that washed out colors. Uh, and, and I'm not saying that, that it's bad to have washed out colors because one of my favorite movies in, is The Crow. I mean, like, like you sure. know, yeah. the most washed out movie there ever was. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, Friend Everyone of the show, Denise movie, Enemy. That's supposed to be all washed out. Mm -hmm. And that's like part of that. That's a part of the character yeah. of the film. And, and uh, uh, one of our favorites uh, that we also mentioned, Children of Men, uh, also yep. very washed out. But, you know, mm -hmm. like, like, it's okay to do something washed out, but it's not okay to do it if it's yes. just because it's cool. Yeah, yeah, and also the majority of the film scenes were shot at a high frame rate. This was done to give the yeah. editors the flexibility to put different parts into slow motion that weren't originally planned to be. Yeah, and that is used to such great effect here. Yeah. Uh, and I was going to say the use of pace in this film is incredible oh, to the storyline. Yeah, like, oh, like, like when she turned the bullet into, into the googly fast. eye, like you see her fingers actually move. It wasn't yeah. like a cut. It was you, yeah. see, you, you know you see that. Yeah, and it's it's those little things. And also, like, as a growing up watching my dad making me watch all kung fu movies, the fucking, the fighting in this is so oh, good. Awesome. Like, the fighting yeah. is, like, doesn't miss a beat. And it's amazing like, to see a female lead character as well not playing a, like, not playing a role that is, you know, like, when I think of Michelle, I think of, you know, 
amazing performance and film but like you know you think of um crouching tiger hidden dragon where there's like course, the yeah. whole point is the kung fu and all that kind of stuff yeah. where seeing her play this such a strong woman but in a normal ish universe doing being so strong is really great okay can i yeah. can i just say that fight scene wise real quick you know you know exactly what you're in for when the very one of the very first fight scenes involves a fanny pack and oh it's my badass. God. And you're yes. like, oh, wow. We're I mean, in this film, there's parts in this film that I was like, and it hasn't, I, it's hard to shock me in any yeah. way. And there were parts <laughs> in this film where I, my hands were raised and I was like, yeah. no, no, they're not. They're not. They're no. Not. They're, 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 the woman swinging around the dog. The, the butt plug scene. Um, and I was like, no, 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 no. Don't was, do it. Don't my, do my butt it. was clenching. Like, and I was like, no. Oh, and the hikey jumped to land on it, too. Like, oh, yes. my God, shit, they did it. And then even, you know, later on with the scene where she pulls it out of his butt. Like, I, was like, I was like, the absurdity, but yeah. it's not bad absurdity. It's like absurdity. It's taking... Yeah. Um, like d deeper, darker issues, presenting them in this kind of quirky, absurd way that makes it funny and more easy for people to digest, I think, and kind of see things in a different way. Because um, yeah. at the beginning when you start watching the film, when you, if you have no idea what the film is about, you start watching it and you think this is like a family drama. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and you're like, and oh. And Conan, okay. you know, you mentioned the Matrix. You know that the scene where where Evelyn's being chased by Deirdre, she's squatting yeah. from like cubicle to cubicle on the phone. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly yeah. taken from the Matrix, where Neo is hiding from like those agents. Absolutely. Yeah, and they, they talked about it. And they uh, the the directors um, talked about it in a in a different part of that clip. Um, that they said that they were really inspired. Like the Matrix is one of their favorite films. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, like when they were younger. Um, so they they did think about the Matrix in, in terms of this film and a bunch of other films. They have a list of them that I can't. But they're like. not ripping off the Matrix. That's the it's, thing that I don't know. It's an. I think it's a. You know, it's an homage, right? Like an homage. Yeah. yeah, and that's what's different to me because, like, I I just I have a problem with where it's like, oh, you like that? Oh yeah, we can tell. You know, <laughs> like going on, like, clueless Ron. Oh, clueless Ron. <laughs> that man, he spoils me so much when I'm streaming. <laughs> Feel free to spread it around over here and spoil us <laughs> as well. Yeah. I, uh, I I like how um at times though, like even when it's kind of hard to deal with uh some of these issues, right? Like the the, the fight scene towards the end where it's uh she decides to like fight her own daughter to mm -hmm. get her to like yeah. not jump into the bagel, which is still it's a funny phrase to say. Well, but, this thing like, like, well, this is the final but jump um, in the bagel. There's a there's a quote that she says. Uh, hold on, um, there's a quote that she says where she's like, uh, they're talking about um, their fight, and then, well, I I don't know exactly where it is, but um, all of a sudden the the, the hit turns into two pinatas, and the pinatas yeah. yes. each other. Yeah, oh, yeah. just hanging around, and like there's yeah, when they're interacting, they, they, they it like changes. Uh, worlds like while they're interacting, you see that, and then like one of them is pinatas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's the other one that I really liked. I mean, I guess this happens twice in the scene. One is the Dr. Seuss book, and it's the the name yeah. of it is every uh, everything everywhere all at once. Like so, it's the name of the movie. So that's kind of cool. And then the, the other one is um they become like drawings. One of her drawings when they're traveling. Yeah. Through space. Yeah. And 
So like using that kind of absurd, I mean, not to mention, you know, the two rocks, but I mean, that's an entirely different conversation, I think. But like yeah. the abstractness of some of these universes that they end up in um, really kind of blew me away. Like I, I, it's really hard. If you told me that like a movie did something like that and transitioned into that, I'd be like, you wouldn't think it would work. You'd be like, yeah. no way. Like that sounds terrible. Or I'd be like, or I think it was like um, never ending story or whatever. <laughs> or was it, is it that or is it labyrinth? Like there's one where they, where all of a sudden they became like pictures on a page for a second and. It, it, but like, yeah. like that didn't work like that at all. Or, the, or like the <laughs> aha video or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and, you know, with, with, with it being a multiverse, there's different versions of Ellen that exists and they can use like stuff from Michelle's real life to their advantage, like clips yes. of her on the red carpet. Yeah, exactly. They have pictures of her from like when she was the premiere of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. And, and, and like they use it to such great effect because that sets up the whole like, here's why she's a badass, badass in martial arts. That was the path less traveled over here. Yeah. And in that same way, and I'm just going to bring this up because I might not be able to think, remember later because there's so much to talk about. There's basically a little Wong Kar Wai movie in here. And yeah. it looks like a Wong Kar Wai movie, which is astounding because when you know uh that the um the the history behind uh, um what's his name short round uh the the main the main lead the, the main actor guy oh, the one oh. who hasn't been on oh, uh, in films in forever yeah 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 the, i just in it. 20 years or something yeah he actually worked as an assistant director for wong kar wai yeah and, and like and then when you know his history of him, like, you know, having this like desire to get back into acting and have that, which does feel like a Wong Kar Wai film. And this is like just a sequence. This is yeah. just a sequence of like one of the many things in this astounding movie. And they freaking nail it. Every part of it, including the diminished frame rate to give like a dreamlike quality. Like, holy crap. Like, I, the think, I think that this detail. is. Uh, I think this is really cute. This is uh, they're talking about his process getting back into acting. Oh um, fuck yeah! I mean, and, uh, yeah. And, and how an actor like how it, like there's an acting training thing that he went through. And then once I once I heard this, I was like, oh shit, yeah, I I can totally see this. Need to find the right Evelyn. Was this on the day that we decided they would act over? Yes. The top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were like, wait, yeah. should the we could put them on Apple boxes, but I think it's funnier. Especially for key. Yeah. And just doing a whole scene where they literally have to act with nothing but their eyes was such like an interesting opportunity, you know, to kind of focus in on them as actors. But if, if you weren't so good, it would be boring. Yeah. But you guys are very good. Yeah, the great thing the great thing about this scene is he's eye acting and he starts off as uh, sci-fi alpha. alpha women and then he dips down and stands back up and then and the reveal that he's not he's squirrel he's, yeah squirrel just like the, his like cuddly sweet innocent version of sweet. himself no no wait let me try again alpha women Evelyn? <laughs> he's so sweet exactly he's just a <laughs> little squeaky squirrel <laughs> Like we wanted to rely on the performance as much as possible to make those transitions, and Key did such a good job with that. He really did a lot of preparation. Okay, yeah. it's been twenty years since he's been in front of the camera, yeah. and you know he is such a perfectionist. He yes. wants to get everything yes. right, and given such an incredible opportunity, he didn't want to mess it up. So what he did was he had a acting coach, mm. a voice coach, and then the oh. best one was the body yeah. language yeah. coach. Yeah. So this body language coach went away and read the script and say, okay, there are three yous, right? Three Raymonds. The Raymond 
Wong, uh, Evelyn's husband, is like a squirrel. Then the Alpha Raymond is an eagle. Dun, as dun, you dun, can dun, see. Dun, as mm -hmm. you can see. Right. And then the CEO, uh, Raymond, is a fox. Hmm. As he said, he had to run around the house or run around what, wherever he was practicing like a squirrel, eating like a squirrel, mm -hmm. crawling like a squirrel. And so suddenly it became Raymond Wong. Yeah. That's rad. Mm. And, and like, nailed I gotta say, his performance though. Great squirrel. Perfect squirrel. His performance might not have outshined like Michelle's, but I think he's important. Like it's up there. It, it, it's it's so yeah. it's so important his performance and so yeah. good. Like you know, I don't think the film would have worked without that juxtaposition of having the character of Raymond. It was that was very crucial to the story. One might say it's key. Uh, he's excellent. It, it, so it takes something that already was really great and makes it like even more excellent. And and the way they play off each other is so natural. Like like you mm. like are forgiven for being like oh they they aren't a married couple. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that while watching this film. Yeah. And well, it also feels like uh, throughout the movie. I mean, I like that acceptance is kind of a, a key throughout this movie, right? Like I, I like that they're not overly judgmental of her um, being you know uh, not quite understanding her daughter's sexuality, um, not really you know with the cultural like clash or whatever not being completely comfortable with it he's a lot more comfortable with it it, it seems um but i like that it doesn't feel like she's not like a bad like you're not you're never judgmental of her necessarily right like it kind of feels like she's never, played, the yeah, she's never played as like the pump like you don't see her as a bad person yeah yeah it's never cruel like it's never like like it's it's objectively true that her life is better in the way of material success and achieving ambitions and dreams without him. But it's, but it never gets cruel about it. It's just sort of like, and that's the key to understanding this movie. I think is, is that yeah. like, it's, well, it's, it's cruel. It's cruel in one. It's cruel in one moment, and it's when Alf Wayman says, "I've seen so many Evelyns, but never one like you. You have so many yeah. goals you never finished, so many dreams you never followed. You're living your worst you. Every failure yeah. branched off into success for another Evelyn yeah. in another life." Most people well, only have a few alternative paths close to them, but you you're capable of everything because you're so bad at everything. You're capable of anything because you're so Which bad. Who can't who can't relate to that, by the way? But also yeah. like but that but the thing is that's an inciting pit that's a pivot point. That's an that's an yeah. inciting moment. And at the time you're like, oh, that's jacked up. But then you're like, oh wait, no, that's an opportunity. And then later on, you see that manifest, especially in your like the back third of, of this film. Yeah. Anyway, Christina, I didn't I didn't want to steamroll you. Also, too, like, um, this film could be described as, like, you know, there's so many films out there of women in their 40s and 50s who are going through, like, almost like a midlife crisis or, like, a resurgence, like, Stella got her groove back. But it's always around, it's always reverses, like, surrounds herself about, like, you know, a woman's sexuality and empowerment mm -hmm. happening. But this doesn't really have that, which is which sets it aside from so many other different movies about women True. in their 40s. Yeah, it's never her awakening when she realizes that she's attracted to Alpha Wayman, which is like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, but oh, not, like, the, 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 the and, posture like, of my husband is not, different like, the here. the main focus of this film, which is good. Like, it's but it doesn't gag. It doesn't center her entire motivation, right? Like, yeah. as it does in those other films you mentioned. I think that's, mm -hmm. a, that's a really good point. And I think that that's one of the reasons why this is a much smarter movie than I think some people even, like, give it credit for. Yeah. 
Like there, because she's fully realized and and other things. She's fully realized in her initial lack of realization of self, and you get to see her become the most fully realized possible version in the multiverse mm -hmm. in the course of what could be construed as random nonsense that actually does all tie together. And it's an incredible feat of storytelling. Yep. Yeah. It's another, incredible another performance. Line. And she better be freaking nominated for Best Actress. Well, God, damn it. Another line I think is great uh, that, that uh, he says to her, Alpha Wayman says to her is, I've seen you die a thousand ways in a thousand worlds and every single one you were murdered. And then she's like, murdered? Who would want to murder me? And it's like, come on. Like, <laughs> well, there's someone to make that in the universe. But, well, I, and, yeah. but I think that I, I think that. Uh, but what I was going back to with acceptance, right? Like not just acceptance of her daughter, acceptance of herself, right. um, acceptance mm. of her husband. Although he's kind of quiet and shy, and like you know, unassuming and kind of, I guess, pacifist is the correct word, right? Like he yeah, he handles perfect. people with love, where she kind of handles people a lot more roughly. And um, for her to realize, but he gets it done too. That's the thing that's so great. Yeah. Is it, like at first you think he's being set up to be like, oh, he's the one that the joke is always on. It's like, oh no, yeah. actually, like he got that that extension. You don't even know how he just like freaking started a sentence, and you know he didn't know how it was going to end, and it ended, and he got the result he wanted. And he's that kind of guy. And I like the the characters are fully realized that way. Yeah, because well, it, that, he's not a cartoon. A that scene as well, Conan, that kind of expresses that, where he says very explicitly, you know, when they're at the movie premiere and he says to her, you know, that that that's his, that it's strategic. Yeah. Like his, his way of dealing with everything and being like, you know, he's not the joke. That's It's all strategic and that's his way, you know, as well. He just points that out. But I think the film really does a really good job by showing even the part like the harsh part conan conan sorry that um black was talking about um with the you know you're bad at everything it was kind of because she is bad at everything she's not she's actually pliable and able yeah. to be yeah anything she wants because she's not trapped in this already thing and um yeah, like I thought like it was really good how because the film basically it's sort of, you know, it, it, it suggests that, you know, what makes life meaningful um, is recognising that there is no real meaning and that all things and like all moments are equally meanful, meaningful, like no matter what and showing up just for showing up for your, you know, for your life, whatever it may be, and for the people in it is possibly the most meaningful thing that matters you know what i mean and that's sort of what it's trying to drive home is that it's it's actually being a part of that world whatever it is yeah and Important. we all have a, a similar like a situation that's similar to hers that we mm. you know we realize that you know we got you know we're like as someone who's i was a former psych major so i always felt like like when it comes to like ex uh, existentialism because this is what like it really you know like talks about and yeah. I always felt like I wasn't doing enough. I was always going to be a cleaning lady and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I don't like that. But now, but now like, look at, look at all of us and what we've accomplished. I mean, for yeah, you, exactly. You tweet and out it's just like that societal thing so of you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do this and be that and, and people modeling their lives on society's idea of what life is. And that this is more about like accepting the flaws and and you know the things you have achieved or haven't achieved mm -hmm. and just running with it and being like well I'm still here it's like especially when she stands up to her father 
and says, yeah. you know, James you Hong, know, by like, the way, first mention, yes. 40 minutes in. Amazing James actor. Yeah, yeah. 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 It deserves more love. As soon love. as I saw him, I was like, yeah, because he's such yeah. a badass. He's, and what, 91 right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he just got his star from yeah. Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, look, like, yeah. If you see him, like, and he's, he's, he does crappy movies all the time. Like, like oh. he was in uh, R.I.P.D. <laughs> and he's the best part of the movie. Because uh, yeah. basically, I don't know what that is, and I don't want to know what that is. Yeah, no, yes. what you need to know <laughs> is that every once in a while, you just see him running around with a banana. <laughs> kind of like this that. movie. Kind of like this movie. <laughs> Um, it's like a sucky version of this movie. I love, I love the, I love the part towards the end of this movie where she throws the googly eyes and it hits him right in the, like in the, yeah. in the eyes. <laughs> I love that too, and I, I just loved how all it, like you know, that simple scene, that one of the bits. I think that was one of the bits that was made me teary was when the father, you know, when she stands up to her father and says, "You might not be proud yes. of me." But, you know, and then explains, you know, the daughter and then and introduces the girlfriend. And then, you know, the father's actually fine with the with the girlfriend. Yeah. It's he's like, you know, like kind he's of shocked for a second. Kind of, and he's like, oh, OK. Well, you know. Yeah. But also also the scene in the in the in the other universe when he takes off all of, you know, he's, he's, he grabs onto the back of her to help. Like he realizes, yeah, you know, yeah. That, that's end, where they kind of they make like a like a the a chain down the, down yeah. the stairs, yeah. 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 The alien exoskeleton too, yeah. Which yeah. which is his Professor X wheelchair turns into an alien exoskeleton, which I love, <laughs> and that's that's something that like I bet like first time I was like, where did he get that exoskeleton from? And I was like, oh, that's <laughs> wheelchair. Okay, and that's just like cool yeah, it's a real. It was amazing. I was like, <laughs> was I, like that's just, I don't know who he is. Yeah, we had no time to show you that transformation process. We have way too much movie to get to. Yeah, yeah. Over two hours. Another, long. There's another yeah. moment that I that I flagged to bring up um, when she's talking to Wayman in the beginning, and uh, he and I, and I just realized this now, like the, the connection here, I think. But um, he says to her, like, uh, "Your clothes never wear in quite the same way. Your hair never yeah. falls in quite the same way." Like the, the lines from "Story of a Girl," and then you realize, like, actually watching this, like, you know, this, this is the story of a girl who you know cried a river and drowned the whole world. Like, that's kind of a, it's kind of, it's kind of a, a point in. Uh, like I love that song. Kind of have him say to her, uh, "Yeah." <laughs> I, and can I, since we're talking about this kind of stuff, can we talk about like I love and and talking about the old kung fu movies, yeah. how it does the training montages, like yes, yeah, yeah. You first get like a like a straight rendering of it, and then <laughs> then you get the pinky one. I love which is, that which, one cut of the muscle on the pinky. It's the delivery system for the one shot where you have the pinky that has like the super overdeveloped muscle, and you're like, oh, it's about to go off. And it was like this is such a Popeye moment, too, you know. Yeah. And later on, and later on, um, somehow uh, you know, uh Joe Butabaki uh cues into that and hits somebody with the pinky, and it's a callback yeah. to that, like yeah. later on in the movie. Um, there's also they also have the cookie one where she's like, you know, even eating a cookie can be kung fu, and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just love all the different variants and versions of Evelyn. Like, do you guys yeah. have like a favorite version of her? Oh man, oh, that's a good question. I love the I love the actress part because that's just me. I'm all about that. I I, I, I will yeah. say that the hot dog finger version. That was one of the scenes that I teed up at. Towards yeah, the we, end, we, when, we, she yeah. Finally, when she finally like, accepted Jamie Lee Curtis, as well, and, and, oh, yeah. 
And I'm like, oh, and Jimmy Lee Curtis starts playing the piano with her feet. And they, they, they put the, the hot dog fingers in the mouth. And I was like, oh my God. I should feel played, It's played totally straight. That's what I love yeah. about it. It's played, come, it's like not played for like, hey, check it out, hot dog fingers. It's just like, nope, yes. this is how they press it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I screen grab that so I can put it on it's screen. Like, at some point. Be, <laughs> this should be like what the. F but it's, it's actually it's a also one space odyssey too. Like like it's also tied in. Yeah, it's like it's a really tender moment where they accept. Yeah. Who they are? Like obviously, Evelyn is can't deal with the hot dog finger thing in the relationship, yeah. and Deirdre desperately. Is in love with her and wants to, you know, in that in that multiverse. And that's a callback to and like when she, they, have, they have to do the absurd things. Like she has to like, you know, profess her love mm -hmm. to like get, get the power. And you're like, what? That's weird. Why is it that? And then like you're like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, because there's timelines. Put the guy's nose and then put it in the mouth and like, <laughs> I, I would have loved to have been in or in with these guys when they were coming up with this shit. Cause like, oh, it's, it's, I, mean, I, mean, this, I mean, I don't know how, like how they came up with the hot dog part of it, obviously, but like it, it does. I mean, it's her accepting thing. her daughter's sexuality yes. and realizing that there are timelines where she is like, where she also is in a romantic relationship with a woman. I mean, I don't know necessarily mm -hmm. the, the background uh, to it. Like if she, you know, but we like, don't need to know, but like yeah. she gets that context. Right. So that's, that, that helps mm. her with acceptance. I, I mean, there's small, like small little things too. Like, I love like in the middle of the fight scene, she 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 downloads the information of like when she's a sign spinner and she grabs like the yeah, swatch yeah. and it's only for like that single use for that scene. But it's like yeah. like when she's starting to like accelerate and get better at it and, and be able to kind of jump more intuitively and stuff like that. Like God, it's it's so great because it 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 but it, and you think it's just like for scenes like that. And what it is, it's like the cumulative knowledge of all these other selves helps her become her best self. And that's what that's what makes this better than a lot of movies that I think that would try to do something like this because it does lead somewhere and it's earned hundred percent of it is earned. Yeah. And Raccoon Cooey. Also, can you talk about Daniel Curtis for a second? Like I, she amazing. Like, 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 yes, yeah, I like she's, she's best supporting actress. Definitely. Yes. Didn't take her into the uh, Activia Activia universe where they, you know uh, yogurt works for, works for she, her fiber works for like Popeye and then that she, makes her uh, did like a post like about her body in the film because she really just let herself yes. you know go Don't and I was like yeah I'm like you know what Jamie Lee you know you 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 fucking did it like you know you're you know don't let she's the saying, haters talk shit yeah and she and like and the everything that she puts herself in. Yeah, yeah and everything about her character and how she portrays herself, the, like the petty despotism of being like a middle, uh, you know, someone in the middle field of like the IRS, just like working cases and like being like miserable at it, but also like, you know, passing that misery along DMV style, you know, like yeah. just the, the small, like, like, like mediocre yeah. miseries that she inflicts, but then kind of like backpedals because she realizes she's being a jerk about it. Except, like we've all had her in our life. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I, but there's also like, well, thank you for the cookies. No, they're very good. They, like they I, I, also do <laughs> her that like they also show you know. But she gives her a hit off the vape. At, she's at, at the laundromat. <laughs> the, she, yeah, the laundromat. Like you get to that part where they show that she's. There, there is a human part of her. She's also flawed, and she's also in pain, and, yep. and she exists you know. across all of all of Evelyn's universes. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, this yeah. And then small character. I, I loved. Think, too, I loved yeah. at the end <laughs> that, like, you know, they're sitting there, and 
at, at the front and they're like, you know, they're like besties now and they're having a vape and shit. And like, it's just <laughs> like everything is, you know, it's like, I get you. I get you. I go through the same shit. Do you think my life isn't as shit as yours as shit? Well, you know, she's, I mean, that like time, that. Riley, she's someone who's given up, right? Like, she's gone through the divorce that Evelyn's realizing that she doesn't want to mm. go through, that she needs yeah. her husband. And this is someone who's completely given up on the situation where they're like, you know what? I drove my car into my fucking neighbor's house and, yeah. you know, I was pissed off. And, like, you know, the world just yeah. needs us to be these cruel people. And she's like, wait a second. No, the world does not need us to be. Like, the world needs us to, like, you know, like, like want better and to like you know you don't have to accept that this uh misery is all that there is and it's kind yeah. of a transcendent moment this is uh they're talking about jamie lee curtis so i'm working with her mm -hmm. oh yeah the little door swing open it's such a simple trick it's it's you know it's, it's just, not a trick it's a it's must hey, oh, okay okay so we had a styrofoam door built that looked the same as the real door. Crazy we Deirdre could rip it off. Miscommunicated with our team. Originally, the door was supposed to open towards camera, and she, yeah. or no, away from camera. Like she pulls it open. Yeah, because we wanted to actually match the way that the door, the car door opened. Mm -hmm. But know? it turns out the hinges were on this side of the door. <laughs> so <laughs> you couldn't pull the door open the way we wanted. Like you can see, there's the little nubbin right there that the door goes into. But then on the fly, we came up with a plan for how to just yank it sideways and the audience wouldn't notice. So we have uh, art department people yanking the door from off camera. And I think we have up here a piece of wood with styrofoam and debris so that this stuff would fall down. And usually it's just a person over here holding it up yeah. and just kind of shaking it. And they're very happy about it because yeah. it's a very fun job. It's a fun job. This person over here is happy probably, or they're sad because they got the door, not the, not the fun job. Exactly, because they're thinking, <laughs> I get the drops shit all over. All over Jamie. Jamie. Uh -huh. And that's the dream job. <laughs> but... Uh, it's one of our favorite things to do is um, practical effects like this all in camera. Something so silly like a bunch of styrofoam can feel scary, you know? Our trick is it happens so fast that you can't process it. I think our movies are all about uh, getting past logic and processing and critical thinking and just being like, I want to give you something that is beyond that. And so this obviously isn't there yet. You know, the rest of the movie gets there. But for this moment, it's just like a fun trick. We pull the door in one shot. We rip off a door in another shot. We cut it fast enough and it feels... It feels uh, good. It's jarring it's, and fun. Yeah. And it's kind of what... Uh, Who was looking at the door? Everybody was looking at Jamie. I know, I know. Sake. Look at this. Yeah. It's Look a real staple, staple in her head. Movie magic. Also, uh, this little details like this necklace... All, with, her with her glasses that's all jamie jamie's just like i think i should be wearing a wrist brace with a watch over it i think i should be you know it's like every little detail she was like i want to know who this woman is i want to live in her life and so she just came every day she'd come with a new idea like oh i should have a little rubber thing on my thumb it's, mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's amazing and her face <laughs> yeah she was scary oh god can I just say that Chaos Deirdre definitely has big Michael Myers energy too? And I think that must have been super fun for Jamie Lee Curtis to do. Oh, yeah. Honey. Yeah, especially so soon That's after. exactly what I was thinking. Like, yeah. especially in the middle of shooting the uh, the new Halloween trilogy or whatever. Like, yeah. 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 Like, and, and, she, and she gets to be the relentless killer now. You also, know, like, the use awesome. of practical effects. Like, what movies today still do that? Yeah. 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 We, there like was a comment earlier like, about that.
right? That yeah, like, like when, it looks so much yeah, better oh, than like styrofoam and stuff. It's like you did what now? Like mm-hmm. everyone else is yeah. just doing CG, you know, whatever, and they're like actually setting this shit up for real. It's like, no, and it looks so cool. much better than all this CGI nonsense. Yeah, right? like, yeah. It's, yeah, it goes yeah, to the point that you can still do practical effects in the year 2022. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You can do them well, and that's what this this film proves. Let that be the inspiration for for <laughs> filmmakers. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like you, know? just, you don't need to make everything this flat, kind of one dimensional CGI crap. Like, you can still do practical effects well. Oh yeah, it's funny that uh, it's funny that the Russo brothers, I guess, produced this. Um, and put money into it uh you know like that they've done like a bunch of the mcu films mm. oh really okay yeah. yeah so um it's interesting they did uh end game they did infinity war they did captain america civil war yeah so um oh, it's kind of funny this kind of I, I feel like this like the the way that this movie uh aesthetically looks kind of puts even like the Marvel movies, shame. You know what I mean? Like, well, because it, it's oh, almost yeah. like so. As much as so, here's what I would say: as much as it's absolutely uniquely a movie that can only be made in present times, some of the filmmaking techniques are a callback to the Halcyon days of you know filmmaking for when there wasn't like this immediate like easy path towards like making a thing happen on a screen. And what I love about that is these these freaking guys obviously love movies. And they love all of these like classic like adventure movies, but they're not trying to rip those off. I love Stranger Things, but like let's be honest, like it's not a very original series, right? Like it yeah. it, it does the thing that you want it to do, and it's good. Bring back the eighties nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. and everything. Yeah. Kate Bush gets to get a paycheck out of it. Hey, great. Yeah, but, like, yeah. <laughs> but well, I was I was saying just quickly. Well, just 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 real quick, I was just gonna say like like, yeah. but it's it's they get the feel of those adventure movies without yeah. ripping them off. Yeah. yeah. So and it's but it's so could only like come out like this year, so it's perfectly of its time, and that is incredible, and that's what makes an amazing film. Renee, go ahead. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just I need to get that out. No, 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 it's fine. But I was just gonna say, no, I was just gonna say, with I really fell in love with Deidre, and as well as a character. so good, and. <laughs> At the end of the day, like when when we like you know at, when you get to the very end and you realize that all all she's really wants is love, and you know that yeah. scene where Michelle says to her, "You, you there is love. You are loved. There is love." Like it's such a moving scene because obviously this person has been so damaged and has accepted that fate and thinks that there's nothing they can do about it, and all she really needed was somebody to pay that attention to her and to just remind her that there is something else, you know, and it turns her into a three-dimensional character. The perfume, you know, when she sprays the perfume <laughs> on the guy, you know, <laughs> yeah, and he goes, yeah. oh, like I love that about it, that it was so sweet and innocent. She realigns the guy's spine, you know, yeah, like it's like yeah. all these like little like this is yeah. and this is how she, she dispatches sort of... this army, right? And, and, it takes, and, it and I just want to say weird, the actor, a weird the universe you, play... you don't even really see where they're like she's like, like a chiropractor, like a certain you know what I mean? Like yeah and, and you just hear the voiceover <laughs> for it where she's like it's like listen we, we can fix your spine don't worry about this and it's like yeah. you're not gonna even show us this <laughs> this universe. Yeah. Like, There's no time. There's no time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's like a, it's like a 10 second thing and you're just like Oh, wow, right. And I just want to say that the uh, actor who played the uh, the perfume guy, his name yeah. was Biff Whiff. 
Also, amazing. That's why Biff Whiff. Come on, movie next extravaganza. Thank that's you. That's why he's trying to sell anything else besides the Biff Whiff. You know what I mean? Like. He yeah. doesn't want to, you know, so he's like, oh, just like my, my wife's perfume. <laughs> also, when El- when Evelyn starts to, like, accept that there's a multiverse and that's a thing, like, the aspect ratio between the universes changes. Yes. It's like a, a mm-hmm. Wizard of Oz thing. I always think of Wizard of Oz where they where they change, uh, they, they change, like, the screen size, like, and then and, and put it in color. It's, a, it's such a small thing that unless you're really looking for it, you almost don't catch it, but it suddenly feels different. Yeah. And that's a that's a. I think paying excellent. attention to like all the aesthetics of the of this film is is just way too important. They should teach us in in like cinematography and direction courses. Yes. Frankly, it's another another aspect. another weird thing. And I editing uh, and last... acting. Fuck it. Everything. <laughs> teach it that <laughs> way. No, but like everything, uh, everything, everything everywhere all at once. Every class, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, there you go. Where, where they do, where they do the thing where they they, fl- they they flip through her face really fast, right? Like at the end, though. Yeah, yeah. There's like images mixed in, like there's a dog, and I don't know whether that means that in in that universe yeah, she's, she's a dog, dog or yeah. whether or whether That's like, what it you know, means. Yeah, like it's just kind of like here's so a male version shit. of myself in a different universe that's probably a billionaire, and I don't even know it, but now I do. I know. Well, and 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 okay, so we mentioned Rakakuni earlier. Yes, I I feel necessary as I am Conan Rakakuni Neutron tonight. That it's so hard to spell. I thought at first <laughs> that it was Rakakuni. Yeah, that was like... real talk. I copied and pasted it. Uh, but what yeah. I what I love is it's almost a throwaway gag. Right, because she referencing they think that she's referencing Ratatouille, and you're like, oh, that's hilarious, Ratatouille. That's that's really funny. <laughs> and then they do it. And what I did notice is that when they're in the uh, the the um, the sashimi restaurant, yeah. I was like, oh, you can see the raccoon tail under his hat. <laughs> like you can see it. Like that's the second time around. I was like, oh crap, they're cute. And then then there's the uh, yeah. well, well, because because she's she's what, what is what is the Rakakuni say? She's seen too much or something. I'm like, whoa! Like, yeah. what's happening? Like, well, no, I, mean, I think the thing is that she's fragmented. Like, she's fragmenting at that point. So yeah. anything that she says turns into another universe. So the fact that she explained like, oh, you know, Rakakuni, and he's like, and then she has the, the chef Tui or <laughs> something. And like, and yeah. like. But because of that, it splits off into the universe where there is a fucking raccoon. <laughs> and then they manage to build emotional stakes for him and raccoon <laughs> being separated. Yeah. And then, and you're like, go, go. What am I cheering for? What is what's yeah. going on? Yeah. And first, they I'm silently like, have the guy just kind of being a dick. And he's like, yeah. you know, she's like, like, like you're stopped. about to get fired. You're not doing this correctly. And then he's like, or whatever, like, you know, doing the hibachi thing really fast. And you're just like, oh, that guy's kind of a dick. And like, you can tell like the raccoons under his hat or whatever. And then for him to like get emotional and be like, I didn't even know how to, um, how to like, you know, fry an or boil an egg before this. And he showed me all these things. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, oh, fuck. Like now I feel like you got to get that rac- raccoon back. Like, <laughs> yeah, you get yeah. these, these, yeah. The, what, what would be throwaway gags? In a lesser mm. movie, you get actual stakes. And then she's like, let's go get your goddamn raccoon, you know, whatever she says. And then she, she, and then she controls him with his hair, which is like, yeah. why does it work for her, not just the raccoon? And the best part is he, like, can't do it anymore, he gives up, loses hope. And then yeah. she she, come, she comes there's in. And freaking, goes, there's, there's a no, Disney Plus miniseries, like, you know? Jumps, like, yeah. like, what? You know? She gets he Don't jumps on ideas. her and uses <laughs> her, you know? And it's like, that that's what I loved about this film is that 
at through through everything that's happening, she brings back hope in a way to all of these people. Like and that that's what she had lost. But in losing her own hope, she manages to help everybody gain theirs and her own. And she realizes that she didn't lose it. She just wasn't looking properly, you know, what, so what was there. So instead of being about cumulative trauma, it becomes about cumulative hope. And that's one of the reasons why yeah. the, the back third of this works as well as it does. Because because mm. I think if it was something where it was like, you know, Hallmark movie or whatever, you'd be like, yeah, whatever. Okay. You know, yeah. Jerk off motion for people who listen to audio. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. like, Conan, I mean, it. Conan makes jerk off motion. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, it works because you get all these little tableaus and you get these, these, again, things that could be like, like you get really invested in Rakakuni, and, and then like when he's like yeah. launching towards the truck and slow motion, you're like, oh, is he gonna make it? And then you're yeah. like, what am I watching? What is happening yeah. right now? But like it's but the thing is it's all it's there to show that again, all of these stories and all of these interactions are all happening at the same time. And there's been a turn. There's been a turn where instead of being an absence of hope and nihilism, it's turned around that like she's making things better, and she's yeah. making things better in her own specific and what? sometimes absurd way. And, and like that's, that, that's like the fight and, scene where she it's never, the guy's back. It's never, and it's like, yeah. whatever. I, I yeah. think, I think a lot of, a lot of, uh, like both Asian American and, uh, the, the like, two, the two thugs it. like fall in love with each other. And then they yeah. get married. Yeah. Like, All right, well, think, sure. Why I not? think, I think both, uh, you know, like young Asian American, uh, like comedians, like writers, movie, like directors have grappled with these issues of kind of, um, you know, coming over from another country, having immigrant yeah. parents, but it's generally because it's, you know, the, you know, the, um, the kid, right? Like, you know, whatever, like the, the writer writing it, who's younger, like it's generally from the perspective of the younger character and you kind of get the parents on the periphery and it's played for comedy and, you know, these, these mix-ups, you never get it from the uh, actual perspective of like the, the, you know, the person who immigrated over and they're like the center focus yes. and you're, and you're breaking down these things because, you know, I, I think, you know, with, I'm not going to call it uh, a homophobia or like, but like the, the non-acceptance, right. Of, of different sexualities. And um, mm -hmm. I think it's interesting when she says uh, in the beginning when they're introducing um, uh, Chabu Tabaki and she's like, the, the, like you pushed her too hard, like you broke her. And I think that mm -hmm. uh, that kind of gets grappled with a, a lot from the perspective of like a parent that wants too much for their kid and then their kid, you know, kind of ends up just kind of smoking weed and hanging out. And they're like, I don't understand why there's these crushing expectations. But to have mm -hmm. her be the one that realizes like, no, like I created this absolute monster by like pushing my kid to the breaking point. It's kind of a, a fascinating thing. I don't know another, um, I, like, I don't know another thing that I've seen that like grapples with it from that middle generation where you can see that her father was uh, completely disappointed in her at all times, right? Like you can see that- From the moment she was born too. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Line, like, sorry, I'm sorry, girl. girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, they do that whole God. like storyline and it's like that that disappointment that the, I felt like she, you know, it's not, she wasn't, homophobic of her daughter being that way she was more worried about her what her father would think yeah but not, I also i think she was not, having you know, i think she was struggling it. with accepting that and i can see that from a parent's perspective like you know you, you want your life to be easier for your kid especially if you're like you know if you come from another country and then you're not really accepting it and you have more traditional things but to have her actually grapple with that and to actually realize that like in this world where all of these different or in this you know multiverse where all these different universes exist like there is a version of her that is gay too like 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, also has hot dog fingers, but that's conciliary. <laughs> that's, that's actually <laughs> relevant to that point. Yeah. Film in a very long time. But I, I, I really, I really like when, uh, when they're like about to kiss her, Jamie, uh, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis, and she's like, um, she's like, there's always something to love, and then it flips, and then it goes, even in the stupid, stupid universe where you have hot dogs for fingers, and we get really good with our feet, and it's just like, yeah. it's just like, you're like, oh, so you guys know that? You guys know yeah. that that's the universe that you're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's like so many, yeah, just like, it's a film that, you know, yeah, like, even I was talking actually to some people from Roadshow at my at my work, my day job, who had just finished doing a campaign for this film. And, you know, the way and the way that um, cinemas wanted to classify this film, like in what genre and struggling what? to figure out like how it's, they it's in the name. This is like one of the least confusing films that so they, with they, they went with action sci-fi, I believe, and I was like, mm, yeah, I guess, you know, but not really. Kind of so it's a black comedy yeah. and, and Yeah, there's family. just so much more to it than than that. But yeah. you know, it was just it, it's so all encompassing that they just there was like we don't know how to classify what this is. And so they went with action com like well. Yeah, action sci-fi. Just say it's everything, and, everywhere, all at once. Well, we kind of talked about this genre, I think, of, I mean, I'll, I'll call this sci-fi, but we, we talked about this with uh, Ad Astra and the idea that, like, yes, th like, movies like this are sci-fi or, like, you know, fantasy or something, but they're also, like, the emotional core of it is incredibly... Uh, humanistic and i feel like it doesn't work without the actual like emotional core and issues being something that have to get tackled yeah, it's more, whether it's or like not a family like, it's like a psychological i guess psychological sci-fi almost or like yeah i don't know i mean I, I hate classifying things because this movie this movie transcends all like there's no what they classified it as what they call it and and i have this in a, in a clip where they're talking about it cosmic Gumbo is the <laughs> is sense. what they yeah. they thematically called it. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, I was gonna say, and obviously, it brings us to you know one of the most important bits, which is the relationship between the mother and the daughter. Oh, yeah. which yeah. I think is like so key, obviously, to the entire <laughs> you know to the to the entire um, film, and and. Oh, that that was you know the tearjerker for me at the yeah I was I was about to ask is that, is that the point you that uh, was a tearjerker yeah. for me yeah like when and also having as a as a parent having to watch like the rock scene for example like and stuff like oh, and, yeah. and and the bagel like as a parent we haven't even to, talked about the fucking rocks and we haven't talked about this over and an they're hour. and they're literally yeah. at the bottom of the screen yeah the yeah but like you know. <laughs> Those scenes, uh, you know, as a parent watching your child in front of you in this universe, but also in many, being just, I want to die. Yeah. There's nothing. I just want to die. That's like that. Which you know, is a pretty regular teenage experience. <laughs> Not to the, I mean, yeah, it is, but to this, this level. This generation, of, I mean, anyway. You know, like, I like, feel like is, is fucking a horrible thing to deal with. And what, what do you do as a parent? to convince your child that life is meaning has meaning and is worth being here for and you know that's her battle the whole way and through. I, and i think 
I think a lesser he's... film, I think a lesser film would probably have uh, said, well, maybe you let go of them and, and maybe they'll come back. But I like that, you know, she lets, she starts sure. to let her go. And then she's like, no, I, I'm not going to let you, that's no. where I lost my, that's where my tears well, that, But like, that's where like I'm not going to let you go. Yeah. I, I, I've fought for this already and we're a family yeah. and like, I like, you think this is the place that I want to be like this, this yeah. is like the timeline that I want to be in. No, but like, I'm drawn to it because this is a family and there's something there. There's an emotional core. And I, I don't think that a lot of movies would have, you know, they probably would have had her they go would have been brave enough to do it. And they certainly yeah. were brave enough to do it as rocks. Cause they get no. <laughs> and like emotional, like, like such small things. Like when, like, you know, the one rock is like going off the cliff and she's like, I'm going to get you like that little yeah. like, I'm going to get you. And she I've never felt so strongly about rocks. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just a boulder. It's a rock. <laughs> just be a rock. Just be a rock. When the googly eyes get added and she turns around, that's the best part of it. That's, that's, like, the, <laughs> yeah. that's the movie night extravaganza uh, 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 logo. Like yeah. on top of Falcor, like moments. Yeah, so, for, it's, for just, those it's the so good. Like just that, and the, the the it's like dead quiet, and you just have these rocks, and they're talking and they're laughing and they're actually connecting. Yeah, as rocks in this universe where there's no nothing going silent. on. Dead silent, and you're just reading like the subtitles of yeah. like what they're telepathically saying to each other. Who knows? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at the, all. The only the only thing that I can almost uh, compare parts of this to um, Scott Pilgrim, where he pulls yeah. out the sword or whatever, and it's like the sword. The first sword is like, uh, you know, you've earned love or something, and then he loses to Gideon, and he comes back, and he's like, and it's like you've earned self acceptance, and then like, yeah, that's kind of the only thing that I can really. I well, and it's funny it. you mentioned that because when we talked, when we had uh, uh, Chris Murphy of Sloan on to talk about uh, his work on Scott Pilgrim as well as the movie Scott Pilgrim, which I love quite a bit, I talked about how like I wish that it had been a bigger financial success because I think if it had, yeah. we would have had a way different ten years of filmmaking, yeah. just yeah. based on the amount of crazy stuff that they tried. Yeah, the graphics and, and like everywhere we'd have everywhere's all at once, uh, all at once. You know, what I mean? we'd have we'd have movies. On, on this kind of timeline playing just all over the place. Yeah, if Scott Pilgrim <laughs> was a hit, we would have had the Ant-Man directed by uh, the dude who did Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> yeah, which would have been right. The problem is, I think the problem with Scott Pilgrim was it was written off as a as a teen comic thing. Well, the, the problem was, the, the real problem with this it's it, amazing. It, it's a great It, it was the first movie in a very long time, if I may, mm. that had nothing for boomers. Yeah, nothing. There was nothing there for boomers, and yeah, that's what they deserve. I mean, yeah. I mean, that was. The, I mean, growing up, like in middle school, like late, like middle school to like freshman to sophomore year, that was like the peak of like teen films for like millennials. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But like the Scott up, Pilgrim up there for Gen X, honestly. Yeah. I mean, like, Super bad. Good time. Yeah, yeah. I, and 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 but the, but that that that's the reason why is because boomers have such a stranglehold on culture. Yeah, and like yeah. there was nothing there was there was purposefully nothing there for boomers and yeah, like they just will continue to strangle whole culture until they're gone scott pilgrim versus the world had everything i could ever want in a, all at a once film. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so what's so to turn it around when that's they, the only thing this movie was missing was opera plaza really i know <laughs> 
what makes this movie and so Michael fascinating? Michael is a rock. <laughs> <laughs> what makes this movie so fascinating is that there is kind of something for everybody. Because even if you're like identifying with the James Wan character, or you're identifying with Michelle, or you're, you're identifying with Key, just just from a sheer perspective of fulfillment, or if you're identifying with Stephanie Sue's character, who's obvious. There's so many people that have like found representation in being like a queer Asian immigrant <laughs> with a unaccepting family that yeah. like, look, that's yeah. not something I have to deal with. Right. But that's yeah. incredible that there's, there's the explicitly something there explicitly addressing that relationship without that being the raison d'etre of the movie, but mm. also having to be the raison d'etre of the movie. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> Uh, I hate to break the, the, the fourth, uh, you know, the fourth wall with the audience here, but I'm actually uh, controlled by a raccoon, and I really related to seeing myself. <laughs> <on film> like <laughs> See, look, Andy's nonsense, nonsense totally fits in perfectly with this conversation. That's how unifying this movie is, right? Like, yes. like what he said, is like, absolutely... I actually do care for once, Andy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's good. That's good, Andy. But like, it's it's. It does so in a way where it is like, hey, hey, check out. We're doing the thing where we do the stuff. And we're doing the, the did you see the thing that we did? We did the thing and we're doing yeah. like it just does it. It just does it. And it's important and it's done well. But it doesn't go out of its way to like point out all the badass things it's doing. It barely lets up for a second to let you acknowledge it. Yeah. yeah. And that's and what we need. Yeah. Well, both both of um, both Daniel and Dan, you know, they clearly say that what we wanted was, you know, we wanted people to be outside of that logical realm but not yeah. to think about it at all. This is just how life is. This is how the world is. So we didn't want to draw attention or linger on anything. It's just this is how it is. And we wanted people to think outside of what is logical and what is, you know, every day and just see things as they are in front of you. And, and, it, and it it lands. And that's what's so incredible about this is like, there's no reason why it should work. Yeah. But <laughs> there's every yeah, reason it like, should fail on levels. This is, this is their, you know, their second feature film. And they got Michelle Yu. They got, you know. They it's got, the best thing she's ever been in. I mean, like, let's yeah. be, like, it's. I mean, 100%. Uh, you know, Way better than Yes, madam. They got amazing yeah. actors to get on board. So I, I, I would, you know, the script. And you know, must have been incredible. Like, I would love to hear the conversations from, you know, from like Jamie and from Michelle, and like, you know, on on why they took the roles and what they thought yep. when they read the script and things like that. Because, like, <laughs> it's there's, a, there's a. I mean, we can we can try to skip through it uh, in the after party if you're staying for that. There's a thing where they're all in a round table. I just didn't get to cut it into clips. They're like all, it never like lets the, go of its emotional core. That's one of the keys to this movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Emotion it's the emotion and E E A A O. <laughs> yeah, it's just that's the worst it, acronym than my band, but yeah. It, it, it's like it's the reverse just, of Ayo. Ayo. Ayo Ma. Ayo. Yeah, there no matter what you're going throughout the whole film, there's the, that emotional element that and the, the 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 love element and you know and all of that and like I loved how like uh, Christine was saying Christina was saying about the you know about the actress part the scene where she's discussing you know if we were together you know 
I'd have it, you, you know, you'd be stuck in this miserable life where we live <sighs> above the laundry and da 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 And then all throughout that is when everything starts to turn and she realises as, as that's happening in that universe, the other, she's it's starting to realise that key is almost the key to, to fixing this problem. Yeah. Is is the winning is actually for her to change and embrace rather than fight, you know? And I think that that whole scene of them in the laneway just is so beautifully done. Yeah, the Wong Kar Wai movie that's within yeah. this movie. Yeah. This is so beautifully done. Well, and, and like, works. look, I, I pulled it. It's one of the letterbox reviews. Spoiler alert! But you know, the, the line <laughs> in, in another universe, I would have really liked just doing laundry and taxes with you. Yeah, how cute! And that's the cute that is, that is like the cute when when cute she, romance. When, like that, that's like oh, that feels. leveled me, man. That feels. Was like, that's real life. That's real life love. There, I was like feels feels yeah grass is always greener right though on the other side I guess. like i would rather i would rather be here and live in this shit existence than be somewhere else without you well so I, I think it, that's super meaningful exactly like, and it, it's so intrinsic a real, like, a real love story is like you go through you go through the good and the shit like yeah and that's reality that is what that that that's it and what where it, it happens in the plot is so perfect for her, her like dawning realization yeah of like he's a, her strength really like he's yeah. not he's not like taking away from her and that's when she's like oh i'm learning to fight like you and it's mm. like with googly eyes no, yeah, I, 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 think <laughs> I think the metaphorical I think the I think the metaphorical googly eyes, you know, right? Just, like it's kindness. It's, it's disarming people with with kindness, right? Like yeah. you know, helping them out, actually, like you know, being nice to the guy instead of uh, just being kind of a you know walking by and, and and being standoffish towards the guy that misses his wife or whatever, you know, like fixing the guy's spine, like all these different things. The, the kindness inherent in in it, right? Like that's how she learns how to fight. And the googly eyes, I think, are a great like representation of that because it's something fun yeah. and like interesting. It humanizes and humanizes inanimate yeah. objects too, like like you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, like rocks. But- you know, not, not to, not, not to, uh, God, but another track. great payoff, another great payoff. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, uh, there, there's this great Saturday Night Live sketch with, with Christopher Walken where he puts googly eyes on plants because, uh, I think, yeah, I think I've seen that one. Yeah, no, it's, it's I'm gonna put sketch. googly eyes on plants. I'm gonna put because, googly eyes because on eyes are the windows <laughs> of the face. Yeah, no, 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 it's, it's a great bit. Um, but, but more, the thing is, more though, googly is like, eyes. Like it really does humanize whatever uh you know inanimate object. I have a fever. Save <laughs> <laughs> for the after party. Eyes. <laughs> Only professional impressionists get to do impressions <laughs> on the main show. That's my new rule. But even myself um, included. In in the laundromat, you when know, she has, starts rule. having those flashbacks of, <laughs> of me, and all throughout their whole life, the googly eyes have been there. Yeah, and she was yes, always giving, yes. she was always giving him shit about it, like. Yeah, oh, googly eyes. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, got, you know, picked up something like lantern and put googly eyes on it. And he's you so excited. Yeah, and he's showing her. I'm sorry. You know, every time I see those, like, I did this buying bumper stickers, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to put a googly eye right on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, and like, how great is it that, like, the, representation of, the representation of chaos is the chaos bagel? Right, and like the yeah. chaos bagel yeah. there, and then she turns it around, and she, when she puts, and like honestly, when I saw the preview, I'm like, what? 
Like, I didn't my how the turntables. And, and then, like, when you get there, when she has the glue on your forehead, you're like, oh, it's about to go down. Let's go. <laughs> like, She's you get like, googly eye on. It's like, it, it's, it's the come get some of this movie, mm. you know, like to just use a Sam Raimiism. It, it, and you're like, yeah. It's about to get Sam Raimi. We're gonna yeah. do Multiverse of Madness eventually, so get ready for us. <laughs> <laughs> Don't well, there's just so many, there's just so many gold scenes throughout this entire film that are like even the bit when you know when Jamie Lee Curtis like staples the thing on her head, and then later she's like, Did you staple Did you something, staple something in my head? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I also, uh, the Jamie Lee Curtis, like, we've talked about this moment already, but the line um, is cold, unlovable bitches like us that make the world go yeah. round. And yeah. in some ways, that sounds like almost like the girl boss thing, right? Like, the yeah. the idea that, like, oh, well, you know, you can just accept, like, this hierarchical place where it's like, you know, you're, you're just pulling yourself back into the, 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 the kind of the power structure. And all you really have to do is, like, you know, exert your power over others, cause them the same amount of misery. And her accept, like, her acceptance of her family and herself is, like, no, you don't have to do that. You can actually be a complete person and have all of these uh, threads, I guess, in these different universes pulled. And it's like, it's kind of an indictment of, of the, our mentality, like the way that we think about this stuff. Because like, it's also like deconstruction of the uh, dragon lady uh, meme or, uh, sure. you know, a stereotype of uh, certain Asian women. And uh, like, um, you know, it's, it's nice to kind of get away from that a little bit, but also like have elements of that as the character but also be you know so human uh well it's part it's part of what renee was saying about her being like her character being a fully realized yeah. human which is just not only rare just for actresses of a certain age mm. but exceedingly rare for asian actresses mm. yeah. and, and and another non-white and uh, kind of to have the actual cool. like dragon lady stereotype on top of that actually end up being jamie lee curtis right like uh yeah, true, rather than one hundred yeah, rather yeah, than absolutely at first at first she seemed kind of mean and cruel and like you could you could think to yourself like well maybe she's gonna fulfill that stereotype she very much doesn't and accepts that she doesn't yes and then it's like jamie lee curtis is like the so it's like oh like you've subverted those kinds of stereotypes it's it's so it what i love about this film is all of these things are done and it just seems effortless and all of it is cumulative so like this is very much a smart movie for smart people yeah. and, and when i say that it doesn't mean that, like it lords that over everyone but there's yeah, so yeah. much there to kind of be like i didn't catch that before or like just oh, like uh just like I'm christopher nolan makes, no. just like christopher nolan makes uh smart movies for dumb people this is a smart movie for <laughs> i like I chris guess. nolan but facts yeah. <laughs> i'm hoping that this does because you know how Fall and winter time is Oscar like movie releases, like potential Oscar yeah. nominations. And I know a lot of films that get released in like the spring and summer get like snubbed, overlooked. And I'm hoping to God that this movie does not suffer from that. Look, I'll mm. go to war for this movie. Like fucking put a Google eye on my forehead. I'm going to war. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> uh, I will. I will. Nation. You know, face the wrath of being sucked into a, a everything bagel to, to save this. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we will pick it outside with our everything bagels and our Google eyes, and people will be like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "This In is what world is that a punishment?" Well, I guess if that, I guess if, I guess if the everything bagel is one you got in New Jersey, then it's <laughs> then it's New a fun Jersey. Fun. For us, his name should be All Everything Bagels Matter. <laughs> <laughs> All bagels matter. I want to say also one good, another cool thing I thought about this film was the choice, um, like 
the racial representation is so incredible and also the choice to keep subtitles in different parts, which, you know, for they, a shift, main they shift form, languages as people actually do. Right. Yes. Like, yeah. 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 That's well, like, great. You know, in, in most mainstream films, people would definitely be avoiding the, that. It's like, oh, as soon as you have any of this kind of stuff, it becomes a foreign language film. Blah. You know, and I, I thought that it was so rad that they made it like, you know, it, a huge, still huge part of the film. They weren't denying, you know, all of the, the racial representation and still keeping that there, but also it moves with the film and with the characters. And and, and I think it's, it's interesting that one of the, it's a directing pair that one of them is like a, you know, like a pretty standard looking white guy. And then the other guy is a, <laughs> is a very cool looking Asian guy. But like, yeah. uh, like I, I think it's interesting to have both of them and then to have the movie um, move so effortlessly. I mean, I don't want to, is he, is he Chinese American? I'd, assume he is because of the, I don't know anything about these dudes of the fact that I'm yeah. now an avid fan of literally everything they do going forward they can never do no they can never do wrong never never do no wrong yeah, it's, I'm in I'm I'm like I said slap on the googly eye let's go to war I'm going. Ooh, they could do a remake of Nightmare on Elm Street probably great I'm in let's do it <laughs> sign me up <laughs> um I'm trying to see uh, yeah, he, he he's this American, um, but I'm just trying to think what. No, yeah, he's he's definitely like you can hear his his voice. Is yeah, but I'm just trying, I'm to, trying to think his... if it's Chinese or. Well, but, but it's so. What what I like about it is, I mean, look, a lot of stuff that's really... done by teams can seem like it's done by committee, which I'm usually just hard out for. Like I'm just I, not to say like I'm full on. Look, we could do a whole podcast about like the auteur theory and this and that and the other, but like. There's there's nothing about this that feels like forced collaboration. It feels so effortless, and and I would love. Mm. That's why it's so cool. I'm more into seeing the like the anatomy. Oh of the shit! Scene. They were the ones that did turn down for what? Dun, 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 yeah, exactly. Dun, dun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm so into seeing 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 how they work together because like it's different to me. Like I'm like, however they do that, anyone that tries to do this like art by committee shit, do it like they do it. Because <laughs> yeah, they yeah. made it work. Yeah. Well, so so Dan also directed um, an episode of yeah, Legion. Apparently. American, American Chinese. That makes, that's right. They're like besties. <laughs> they kind of remind me of, um, you know, of the South Park guys. Yeah. They're like they're oh, that yeah. kind of team that just just works together and just. Except for humanism <laughs> instead of casual cruelty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they're like that, but the same yet opposite. <laughs> so like yeah. non, but also like, different. But also like same. non. They're like the non-libertarian version. <laughs> they're, they're like they're like you know how they post a photo of um of a uh, Carrie Fisher and uh the guy that played you know the original Obi Wan and they post a picture of, of you McGregor and Young Leia. They're like it's like the same but reverse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. Which so, I can't uh, believe two episodes left of Obi Wan. So uh, uh, Conan, you want to go to the letterboxed one-liners? Forrest, I would love to. Thank you. <laughs> so of course, letterboxed. First of all, a place for films. Secondly, a place that if you rate everything everywhere all at once, you get a googly eye in the, in the um, what, what is it replacing? The, 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 like, the eyeball that, like, I watch this. And it moves, which yeah. that's an Andy World joint that I figured that out. Uh, fantastic. Uh, but it's also it's a place for film. Open source democracy. Everyone gets to have their say. Not just the Siskels and the Eberts. Uh, Bottom-up democracy. You know, uh, you get to talk about the movies you love, the movies you didn't love. The movies that you ugly cried at, 
you know, like it's 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 all there, and everyone gets to have their say. Best expressed for the purpose of this bit, working under tight vibe in the classic one-liner fashion. These are the letterbox one-liners for everything, everywhere, all at once. For us, roll them. This is the best movie about a woman doing her taxes I've ever seen. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In another universe, I would have really liked just doing laundry and taxes with you. Oh, so good. Uh, <laughs> so ugly, good. Ugly <laughs> Nothing is wasted in this movie. It's two hours. It's you know over two hours long. It's like almost two and a half hours long, and everything is just it's everywhere all it's, at once. It's everywhere all at once. Yeah. <laughs> My already complex relationship with hot dogs only continues to grow more baffling. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys see that truck? I imagine. I imagine that, that that's uh, written by the the person who uh, is that meme where they're getting covered in hot dogs, their face or whatever. I don't know if you've ever seen the. There's like a... I wonder if there's hot dog fetishists who are really happy about this. <laughs> oh man, they're like Quentin Tarantinoing out. <laughs> you guys see that hot dog truck that that crashed and all the hot dog filler got like out? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to think about that. Right, oh, yeah, wow. Next, That's fucking next. disgusting. <laughs> he was kind in every universe. I am punching walls. Okay, Kyle. Wall punching. While punching Kyle over there. That's why they don't let white people have the multiverse. Uh, Dr. Strange is white. <laughs> Chinese woman destroys nihilism with facts and logic. There we go. Who wrote this? Jordan Peterson? Yeah. <laughs> that was that was, that one was for us, clearly. Kyle <laughs> Mines don't care about your feelings. <laughs> this movie fucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey. no. I mean, no, but yeah. Like yeah, no, well, here's the timeline where it is. Lots of lots of timelines. But back to uh, yes. The only only the hot dog one really seems to have a sex going on in it. (laughs) You don't have to have sex. The sexist movie. (laughs) You're capable of everything because you're bad at everything. That's the kind of that I need. She's just like me for real. (laughs) (laughs) It's a secret to podcasting, really. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the guy in the front row who got up and left at the fake ending of part one. Hope you find out someday this wasn't a short film. <laughs> By the well, dubs, the- I saw this in the theater. Same shit happened to me. The dude in front of me got I, up and left. Yeah. Away. Are you kidding me? Well, like, it is really? like an hour and 40 minutes into it or something, though, to be yeah. fair. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it does seem like, oh, this is the amount of time that a movie would be. And then it's like, no, nah, this is. But it says it's her like name. when you're at a Marvel Evelyn movie Mark. and people get up when the movie ends. I'm like, don't you people know that there is a post credit scene and the end credit? Like, what the Short fuck? Why are you? Sit down. So I, what I is that? Always, there's always the, yeah, the little nugget for the next, like, film that's coming. Yeah. So what was that? What is that thought process on the way back to the parking lot? That was a crazy movie, huh? It sure ended depressingly. <laughs> that was a crazy. <laughs> that was a crazy movie. I don't think any of the plot points were resolved. I don't. I don't. I don't get yeah. this at all. I guess there's setting <laughs> up a sequel. I don't know. Crazy. Eh, whatever. Uh. I guess she's dead. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, facts. Dude in front of me f- got up and left, and I'm, I'm like, for real. What are you, you, you know, look I'm at the, curious that too. Look at the credits, so people are so the, uh, 
the credits, there's it's her name in the, in the credits. It says Evelyn. Like it's not. The, yeah, the it's actual. got the character's yeah. name. Yeah. But that's an Asian name. They all sound the same, you know, to to, to white people. So. Evelyn. Evelyn. <laughs> Evelyn sounds the same. <laughs> Next. It's just like Michelle. I think you can't tell the difference. Everybody loves Waymond. <laughs> Cute. Everybody and, loves. I, I'd like. I like to think that there's a there's a um, Robert Barone or whatever character in there that's like Waymond's older brother because he does have a brother. He says that the brother got divorced. So I like to think yeah. that that brother's like everyone <laughs> loves Waymond. <laughs> and there's an alternate universe that's the show instead of yeah. Waymond. Yeah. Asian American actors got like a huge jump when Everybody Loves Wayman came on. <laughs> well, and, and like, and and facts, uh, he killed it, killed it, killed okay. it. Yeah, absolutely. So, they never and quite, it's, they it's, never quite point out that his name's Waymond. And at one point, someone says Raymond to him. I think at some point in the movie, like somebody calls him Raymond instead of Wayman. And I was like, did I catch that correctly? Because <laughs> that's the kind of guy he is, you know. So. The first movie I've cried at, which has a butt plug fighting scene. <laughs> Truth. Also fact. I, I'm still not over that scene. I was like, wow. Oh, man. And, and they this don't. Is happening. This is happening. It's not subtle. It's not subtle. It's like, oh, we're doing I this. I also huh? love that they blur it out. They do blur it out. It was Chekhov's butt plug because you, they set it up at the beginning of the film in the first act. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a butt plugs from the IRS. They get given yeah. as awards. Do they got like an end credit where they like tell like what company does butt plug come from? <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting. Yeah, it probably butt does. Dark, Dark Industries. <laughs> <laughs> like I forget Don Johnson or someone, someone like that. There's some name for some scary big black one. But um, I love that because what does she say? She says something like, "Do you know how many of these you have to get?" To see this through the bullshit or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, she's well. It reminds me kind of of a uh, double indemnity. She's like the keys character. She's someone who's so committed. Yeah. It seems like to being an IRS agent and like to you know seeing through people's bullshit that she's just become an incredibly miserable person at the core of her. Yeah. <laughs> but like it, it made me double take because I was like, is that a butt plug? And then <laughs> exactly because you because you look at it and you're like. That's pretty phallic. Huh, crazy. Yeah. Do you know how many you get for the full cleanse so you can see through the bullshit? <laughs> yeah, and then when she says, do you know how many of these you have to get to go through the bullshit? And I was like, yeah. oh, it is. It <laughs> is. And then you get to that scene and you're so like. So glad oh. I got the colon awards. <laughs> I also love the fact that, that in the credits, the uh, actor who does that is named Alpha Jumper Trophy. And then the other one is Alpha Jumper Bigger Trophy. <laughs> oh. it's also the cop that gets uh the cop that gets uh fucked up by alpha wayman yeah true yeah i love watching cops die hey hey i didn't get to do that one bring it back oh, <laughs> oh. Rock, rocks made yeah. me cry rocks made me cry <laughs> you mean walks made me cry too you mean you mean walks me <laughs> wow. no i do not <laughs> i do not mean that <laughs> Justice for Raka Cooney. Yes. Yeah. Free, free the homie. Free my man. Yeah, free the yeah. homie. Exactly. Yeah. Check out this guy. So thanks, Andy. Classic example of Chekhov's butt plug. Oh, man. <laughs> I was just kind of running plug. off the whole, um, you know, uh, what, what we were talking about last night. So, Jack off the, butt yeah. plug. Yeah. With the, uh, 
uh, what was it from um uh this guy he's no we talked about something in, in uh was it was it the uh was it the uh the, uh, the Virgin, oh, Mary, the, the Virgin uh, Mary uh statue. Da -da -da -da. Jesus Christ, yeah. I have Swiss cheese for brains. <laughs> it's like two days ago. Yeah, Get no, because I'm focusing on the plugs, which I'm going to be doing right after you finish this up. Those are the letterbox one liners for everything everywhere, all at once. Please follow the show, Move Night Extravaganza. That is your man, Forrest, over there. Uh, you can follow me, Conan Neutron. Yes, I'm, yeah. The, I'm the John Dildo, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. The, by the way, for the, for the people that only listen to the audio version. Party? Is this a fight at a bachelorette party? <laughs> the only for the people that only listen to the audio version, Renee was not calling me a giant dildo. This is referring to the comment <laughs> yeah, that's on the yeah. I'm not saying she wouldn't yeah. call me a giant dildo. I'm just saying that it wasn't that that moment. Uh, yeah. Myself, Connor Neutron, J. Andrew World, watching all the weirdest crap and reviewing it. Uh, follow him right about now. Uh, I'm Christina down over there. She's uh, still threatening to do this Johnny Depp bit. And I'm uh, in his over. Discord. There you go. You're <laughs> What I mean, Come I'm on, you're in her DMs. I'm in his hit me, hit me in DMs, girl. Hit me, hit me. I there's, will. there's so much I could say here, but I'm choosing to say nothing. Yes. Uh, and also, Renee Ruin is is uh, our, our good friend Renee Ruin, who is also on Letterbox as well. So please follow her as well. Letterbox place for yeah. film. Jay, Andrew, World, take it away. <laughs> right. If you're watching us right here on Twitch. Please, if you can, subscribe. Now, if you want to subscribe and you have an Amazon Prime account, you can subscribe for free. That is great. That helps us out. You don't have to spend a penny. Bada bing, bada boom. We're all good, right? Uh, if you're watching us over on YouTube. I love to watch you work it, my friend. Uh, you know, do those YouTube things. Like, subscribe, comment. <laughs> No. Comment, I mean, hit the bell, break down the plugs and reverse it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you noticed that uh, Renee has been, been a while since he's been on? Andy stepped up his wardrobe game. Yeah, look at this shirt. I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm having a positive effect on this. On this, no, next up is the studio. Like... We're gonna have a new space and everything very soon. So, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, um, uh, be, be warned. Uh, but, anyways, well, I don't, I don't well, carry this show on my back well. anymore for looking good. It's a glow up, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Um, but as I was saying about YouTube, like, subscribe, comment, oh, yeah, hit yeah, the bell. Don't forget to hit the bell. And this is a big ask right here, but you get that bonus Conan Neutron song at the end. So watch the video to the end. That allows other movie fans to find us and the algorithm, the almighty algorithm that we are all have to follow and we're forced to deal with, unfortunately. But that's okay. It's a good song, if I do say so myself. I it is a good song. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good about my work on this show. Yeah, it's good. Now, if you, <laughs> I kind of forgot about it. I got used to the noir one. I was like, oh yeah, this is good too. Dun, yeah, no, no, because I mean, I love snapping along to the noir one and that that great yeah, flute. Yeah. But but uh, yeah, no, this <laughs> one. There's there's a there's a surprising amount of flute in that one. Yeah, you uh, you stayed on the you stayed on the roof working on your flute like. Uh... <laughs> Watch now, it to the end, even if it hurts. Thank you. Yes, but but you can enjoy that great song. Um, and if you really want to, uh, if you really enjoy this, but you just are just blinded by the dazzling outfits that Conan and I are wearing, um, you can do the audio version. 
where you're not blinded. Um, oh, I see what you're doing. Yes. Or you can, yeah. or you can jump to the timeline, the, 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 you know, the universe where you're not blinded. And um, or oh yeah, or, yeah, that was that was a trip, like the one where she was blind, right? Like that was a good yeah. one. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, the whole thing, like 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 her origin too, like where she blinded herself. She's like running like, with a stick. chopsticks. What was it? Yeah, and she you're gonna poke your eyes out, and she did. Yeah, yeah. The other one, the other one was uh, the one where where she's a sign, like a sign spinner or whatever at the pizza place, and then she uses yeah. that as her actual fucking fighting style. That was incredible. Yeah. There is no unskilled labor in the multiverse. <laughs> what I like about that bit was, was when I said it earlier in the show. Yes, to the Discord. I'm there. Yo. He's posting. All right. Also, we have a Patreon. We we do have a Patreon. Yes, we do. It's you can throw thing. us money. Throw us money. We'll give you after parties forever. After, <laughs> after parties forever. Why don't we ever sit in unison? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, we need like a metronome. Come on. Like a, I think we need to count it off. I called. I called tonight's after party. Um, movie night multiverse of madness. <laughs> yeah. Christina Oaks in the multiverse of madness. Yes. There you go. Speaking of which, if you need more Christina Oaks in your life, you can follow her on Twitch. Um, she got a great Twitch channel. I'm Christina, uh, and she also has a Patreon that you should also support if after you support us, of course. Yes. Yeah. You still have you money know. left. I'm over. gonna start posting exactly. in my Patreon because money I'm gonna start posting. And if you don't, and if you don't, thanks Biden for <laughs> <laughs> raising all the Patreon yeah. prices. <laughs> They all the Ukraine or some shit. I don't know. You know, once you get uh, your fill of Christine, uh, Christina, there, you you need some coded in your life. He also has another podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, called Protonic yeah. Reversal, uh, which which is pretty good. Who, who did you have on uh, this week? I had Gem from Dead. So who's from Australia? So yes, it's a, it's a double. And I love. I absolutely love Dead. They're, they're they are amazing, fantastic. and um, I was I was going to work with them, um, and they have a show coming up very soon. We're not laughing again for audio listeners. We're not laughing at Renee, who we love. No. We're laughing well, at Conan, Conan and we have no pants because of their wardrobe budget. You, you know, the funny thing is, I'm actually wearing gym shorts. I'm wearing a bathing suit. You're not supposed to give that away, Andy. <laughs> You're supposed to keep that secret. That's what I do when I have work calls on Zoom. I wear my pajamas and I put a nice top on, but you don't tell. Yeah, exactly. Them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but no, I've been doing that the entire podcast. Nobody's noticed. Even when I'm anyway. wearing a suit. Gem yep. from Dead, uh, Dead are amazing. That, that's a great episode. And then, uh, yeah, Damon Shea from Don Caballero. Numbers still. I don't so, know if it's uh, seen it. Can you send me the Dead one so I can reshare it, please, Conan? Uh, yes, yes, yes. You can. I, I, can. I know a lot of people, and there's some Oz groups that would be very much interested. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you know, if you like the what you're hearing about uh, um, Protonic Reversal, you can join his Patreon and get the episodes early. That's true. You can, you can do those things he just said. Yes. Um, and you can also get an album by Conan, like uh, Dangerous Nomenclature, which is the oh, most recent one. I'm adding him as a friend. I don't care. <laughs> Sorry. What's that? <laughs> Talking Smackdown there? What's happening? No, Johnny Depp has an actual Discord, so I'm adding him as a friend. I don't give a shit. Oh, okay. All right. You're saying you're. But we can get him on the podcast when we do Edwood. All right. All right. Christina Endgame. Uh, <laughs> It'd be funny if it's not him actually posting in the Discord though, and it's like somebody he like that works for him, and then everyone's like really excited, like, "Oh my god, he's posted!" And it's like, "Oh, he did a video thanking um, 
people for birthday wishes yeah. and mega well, this, this is after party stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you encourage her? And they're like, oh, yo, it's after party. Let's, let's bring this back. Really right away. Like Coda Neutron's uh, uh, YouTube channel, which you need to subscribe to right now. <laughs> let's go back to giving me money, though. Uh, Neutronfriends.bandcamp.com, Learning Curve Records. Uh, yeah, the vinyl is going to be uh, pretty soon. Uh, we got tour dates coming up, too. So uh, uh, Indianapolis, Louisville, Nashville, Atlanta. Uh, friend of the show and feature guest of the show, Erica Strout, second guitar. I think I think Ben Burgess is coming out at the Atlanta show. I don't know. Oh man, he doesn't accept. I, I know that, that was my sentiments exactly. Oh, he's coming out. Kind of figured. Yeah, and also like I said, he has a YouTube channel for Protonic Reversal. Subscribe to that. Um, because you're just stalled at nine hundred and ninety-two <laughs> subscribers. Yeah, we need eight subscribers. Come on, seriously. And, and the Don and the Don episode. Who's got a couple? <laughs> the Don episode, which aired like earlier this week, one point five thousand watches, but still stalled at nine hundred ninety-two. So people are just not. I don't know. It's not. We don't want to commit to the bit. Subscribe to Conan, guys, or else. Exactly. Listen, or else to the Johnny Depp's coming to your house, and he's gonna. Never mind. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> Amber Heard's coming to your house. There you go. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the bed. She's gonna she's gonna <laughs> shoot your bed. <laughs> Yo, if you don't subscribe, you know Amber Heard's coming out there. She's gonna shit on your bed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> blame it on the dog. Well, we'll blame that's it on the cats. Is that it, Andy, or is there more? No, I think we need to plug some of Renee's stuff because oh, she's just yeah, oh, yeah. to be here. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because you got um, that book, you got the two podcasts, you know. Yeah, yeah so uh, I can chuck in there. Um, yeah, so if um, my new book, you can buy online at um, And also um, the channel, um, if you go to... The night shift. Uh, our, oh, yeah. um, Let's put that in the link. channel. Tomorrow we'll be having, um, as I said, big launch episode for X movie, um, which all of this stuff you can find if you follow me on Twitter at Renee Ruin, Instagram at Renee Ruin. Everything is all connected. <laughs> so it's um, all connected, people. Yeah. So <laughs> everything is there and all one beautiful place so that you can um, follow me everywhere and anywhere. Um, I'm even on the TikTok. I don't know what I'm doing. Ooh, I've, added, I've added Christina so I can learn how to use this thing. Because yes. um, I don't. I'm I see people old. go like this, and then there's like a sign, and they go like this, and there's another sign. That's all yeah. I'm and then things move and shit. And I'm like, what? I don't I'm know. still learning the things move. I, I'm going to start doing green screen stuff where you just That's photoshop stuff. a picture. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, there's that, all of that. So there's a lot going on there. So yeah, head to reneeroom.com. Cartel, yeah, and that was there's a lot going on there. Basically, uh, it's a good. And it's your own multiverse of madness. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Ruined in the multiverse of madness. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, I'll uh, try to catch that live for your first episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, gonna be. That's my goal too. Well, let's, let's hope we have no hitches. <laughs> but you know, first go. There exactly. will always be hitches, but that's okay. You'll power through them. You'll you'll be wonderful. Speaking of hitches, are we done with these plugs yet, or what? I think the we hitches, are. Where they went, where they went right, where they went wrong, and why they still matter. 
He's plugging getting likes. Wait, 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 are we plugging the book cover that I did? Yeah. I, I mean, I think um, he's doing a bit, but yes. Also, yes. I'm, no, I, I, you know, he flexed. Um, all right. So, is everyone coming on for the uh, after party when we when we do it? Um, Renee, I might come, come on, on for a little bit. I might come right. on for a little bit. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm definitely so, there, of course. Starting with you, Renee. I want to hear some final thoughts, uh, and mm-hmm. and maybe like if you haven't mentioned a. a like a, a multiverse, like a, you know, moment that you liked or like a, a universe you liked or a version of a character. I mean, it's a lot there, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, I think, like I said, this this movie is so visually pleasing, absurd, um, and just like hits the nail on every head. I can't, like I said, this. I can't think of one thing that I did not like about this film which is rare. Even in a film that I really love, there's usually at least something. Um, but this this film um, to me is just so incredibly powerful and, yeah, it blew, blew my mind. And watching it the second time last night, I realised just how perfect it is. And, um, yeah, and I thought it was a really beautiful way of showing, um, you know, a nihilistic kind of um, downtrodden uh, world, which I think a lot of people feel like they're in at the moment and kind of turning that on its head and showing what, you know, how to appreciate and find meaning in what, where and what you are. So, yeah, yeah, for me, I think it was just a really well done, really well done film in every aspect, story, casting, uh, effects, everything. So I really, everything. So I really, yeah, I really hope that it racks up some awards because it, definitely deserves it yeah i agree um christina <laughs> oh man like this film like conan kept pushing me and pushing me and pushing me to watch really the film <laughs> and i caved under pressure like like forest Gump once he finally watches the suicide squad this oh, really I, thought, I, thought you were you, I thought you were gonna say that conan pushed you so hard that he broke you and you fragmented <laughs> <laughs> this movie, I mean, kind of he did, uh, but this movie is phenomenal. It's probably going to be one of the best films of 2022. I mean, everything, the tone, the pacing, the the visuals, the plot, like everything about this film is just like it is like the perfect film. And if it gets snubbed at when award season comes, I'm going to get my googly eyes, my everything bagel, and pick it. I don't care. Okay, if you guys You're have right. a shortage, I'm sure we've got plenty down under. I will, I will send out googly eyes on mass. Yes, supply chain hey, issues are a bitch. I have a large yes. bag of googly eyes back there. Sure. But, uh, but that's yeah. all. All right, uh, coded. Let's. Let, you're the you're the one that picked this. Let's let's hear it. So yeah, this is as I'm very fond of saying. This is one of the best films I've seen in a very 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 long time. I think it's uh it's wildly inventive. There's earned stakes and. I mean, Michelle Yeoh's range is astounding in this. Like this, this is like uh, incredible. Like it's it's sort of like now that's what I call acting kind of moments, you know. Uh, you know, this is a deeply dark comedy that also manages to be some of those inventive sci-fi and adventure movie that I've seen in years. It's uh, propulsive. It's adventurous. It's absurd. It's hilarious, and it, there's deep emotional stakes to it. Cumulative deep emotional stakes that lead to the larger narrative. And it manages to do like about a dozen things incredibly well and weave them together in a way that it, it, there's a deft ease to it. That's 
it's it's exciting. Uh, and I this is the first movie I saw in a theater this year, and uh, that's a high watermark. Uh, and I watched it again recently, and and again, if if Michelle Yeoh doesn't win best best actress and it, it is at least nominated for best picture, we riot because I will go to war for this movie. And I, I, I believe in my letterbox review, I said that if anybody says the movie's overrated, I'll find them and cut them with a knife. And I kind of, you know, <laughs> a little extreme. I get it. Uh, but like she cut Wayman quickly with that knife. <laughs> <laughs> but look, look. Oh, go ahead, Renee. What? No, I was just gonna get one of the big, one of those big American challenge dildos fists. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. I'll say this in the sea of opinions about uh, intellectual property style movies. If, if, if people don't knock off the Morbius memes and like get behind this, which is awesome. one of the most wildly interesting, inventive and original movies I've seen in a long time, then you no longer get to complain about IP movies because you're not helping. And this is a smart movie for smart people. Right. Just like it's always saying in Philadelphia, it's it's a it's a movie for it's it's a show for smart people about dumb people. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's, yeah. I, there's something like we need to reward that. And, and I love that it has caught fire in a very real way. And I think part of it is because the emotional stakes are so deep. Uh, I, I it's I love it. And 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 I was lobbying hard, as, as everybody in this show knows, lobbying hard to cover it before. Uh, we put it on the docket, and I'm I'm really glad we did. And I think it was a really good conversation about a movie that is almost impossible to describe, other than the fact that it's fucking rad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like everyone and I've everyone I've talked about doing hands up. You know, everyone you like everything, and everyone everyone goes right, right. Yeah, just just like, watch. You know. it. Don't know anything about it. Don't read a review. Just freaking mm-hmm. watch it. Let it wash over you. And uh, yeah, I mean, and Christina's right. I I, I did hard sell her on that, <laughs> and I've hard sold a lot of people on this film. And oh you know what God. it takes for me to do that? A lot. I mean, as someone who loves multiverse films, yeah, I get it. This one, this one was good on the multiverse and the madness. Yes. <laughs> um, Andy, let's hear those uh, final thoughts. All right, this this movie does have a description. It is it is Scott Pilgrim versus the world meets. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar with with a heart, <laughs> and that is accurate. Um, I don't actually not, disagree with that, by the yeah, way. No, and uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. If you've not seen that movie, don't watch any reviews. Just watch it and enjoy ride. it. It is it is a wild we ride. Should, um, we honestly, in all seriousness, we should cover that movie because it's, yes, it's, I haven't yeah. seen it yet, so I'm I'm, I'm down to I'm down to cover it. It's it's we should we should do that. Yeah, absolutely worth it. Um, and and there is there is a certain similarity between the two films, but they're also completely different. Uh, uh, it's just you know, it's like Trey Parker and uh, Matt Stone and uh, the, uh, uh, the Daniels. The, the Daniels. <laughs> um, same, but different, but also exactly. the same. Exactly. Um, but Michelle Yeoh, uh, her performance is fantastic. She she has been killing it lately. If you've uh, not seen uh, Star Trek Discovery. Um, her performance alone, like uh, why she didn't win an Emmy is beyond me. Um, yeah. You know, uh, she's gotten nominated a bunch of times for, for uh, you know, like Saturn and like whatever. Who cares about a Saturn, right? You know, it, it's, 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 it's a sci-fi. It's film. a second tier planet. 
Yeah. <laughs> so Jupiter, let me tell you. Um, but but uh, yeah, she, she, she's, you know, gotten uh, nominated for the show, but nothing important. Now, you're not like an, uh, not like your Emmy, not like your Golden Globe. She, she, she should have been nominated for that. And she needs to be nominated for this, um, which is even a better performance. There is more heart to, to that, where she was actually playing a villain through most of Star Trek. Uh, more and a or good less. one. A yeah, good one. no, with like lots of depth and layers and, and humanity yeah. to it. But but she was just so over the top. And it was great. Um, I love it. But this. This, is a, this, this is... And there was some multiverse stuff going on with her. In there there was, there was. Yes. Uh, but this is her best role. And yes, again, put... Best actress, put, let's go. Put the, put the eye right here. Let's go to war. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's do this. Because we, we, ain't, we ain't taking no guff from these swine. But yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, folks, if you go to Infowars.com right now, you can get, uh, you know, the Alphaverse supplement. It will let you see everything, everywhere, all at once. 